This is an MPB Think Radio podcast. Support for MPB comes from Trustmark, a financial partner for businesses throughout the South for 130 years. Trustmark offers a range of products and services designed to help small businesses efficiently manage finances. More info at Trustmark.com, member FDIC. Radio, this is Money Talks. Kevin Farrell here with Ryder Taft, Portfolio Manager at New Perspectives. Ryder is a chartered financial analyst and holds the Certificate in Investment Performance Measurement from the CFA Institute. From the Mississippi Treasurer's Office this morning, we have Amelia Norton. She is the College Savings Director, and she's our guest today. She'll talk with us and answer questions about the Mississippi Prepaid Affordable College Savings and the Mississippi Affordable College Savings Programs. And Ryder's here ready to take some personal finance questions. So if you have a question, just give us a phone call. The number is one eight seven seven mpb ring It's one 672 7464 or you can email the show. Send it to money at mpbonline.org. So good morning. Hope that everyone is doing well this morning. Good morning, Kevin. Good morning. Uh, so, Ryder, we always start off with uh, financial news in the news. What do you have for us today? Uh, yeah, so I think on the topic of trade and the other T word, which we don't mention, and there was the G7 conference in um, in France, and that is the the seven largest economies, uh, or you know, seven most clubby economies. Certainly, um, let's see if I can remember them all: France, the UK, uh, the US, Germany, and two others, um, <laughs> <laughs> including Canada. Um, I saw a picture of them, and I did recognize all the world leaders. So, whoever I'm forgetting, I'm so sorry. Uh, they came Russia out of it a number of years ago was the G8. Um, but I think the uh, kind of all the news coming out of there was generally positive. And, you know, what we've had for the past several weeks is a lot of back and forth on, oh, we're going to, you know, slap tariffs on so and so. We're slapping, oh, no, I said the T word. We're going to, you know, we're going to cut this off. We're going to move manufacturing here, there. And, and that's, that's, uh, that's confusing. Um, it's not good for business investment because you want to invest for a long time. And if you see, oh, my goodness, this could change next week. Like, I don't, you know, I don't know if I want to make this investment. I don't know if I want to hire these people or start this factory up. Uh, that's a bad thing. Um, but all the news coming out seemed fairly, fairly good, and people were, you know, a lot more chill about things. So, so that was positive for the markets yesterday. I believe Italy and Japan are the ones that you missed. Ooh, Italy and Japan. Ooh, I'm so sorry, guys. No pasta and sushi for you. (laughs) I'm so sorry. Uh, I'm having an interesting uh, uh, interaction with Delta Airlines. I uh, flew uh, this last weekend to visit a friend in North Carolina, see some tennis at the Winston-Salem Open. On the way back, I got my bag, and it's a backpack, and one of the straps was broken. So I went ahead and uh, went to Delta, the customer service, and the first thing they asked me for was my ticket number, uh, my P. PNR number, and then they said, well, just get it repaired and, and send us an invoice. And so I said, I don't have my boarding pass. I don't remember my ticket number. I have no idea what a PNR number is. But just send them the bill, huh? Well, and I'm then... Gonna start, I'm, I'm going to start sending <laughs> down to the bill and say, yeah, Kevin told me this was fine. I don't... Why can't you fix this? And I wasn't sure you could repair a backpack strap. So anyway, mm-hmm. I, I tried not to be too sarcastic, but I basically wrote back and said, you know, that. And so then they wrote me back again, and now they're saying... Um, give us the brand of the bag, uh, the amount that you paid for it, when it was purchased, and the receipt for the purchase. Okay, well, I don't even, the bag is so old, I don't really remember where I got it from. <laughs> However, I did go, and Walmart used to sell it, although it's 
a discontinued bag now, which does indicate that it's several years old. So I wrote back and I said, $38. I bought it in September of 2000, I think, 17. Um, and I said, because it's so old, I don't really remember. I don't have the receipt. But I said, if you'll give me $25 towards the purchase of a new bag, I would be happy. So I'm awaiting their response. And hopefully... They'll cut the check and yeah. end it all. Well, that's pretty nice. I, I don't know if I've ever. Oh, well, hopefully, I don't think I've ever had had my baggage damaged. Uh, but but that's that's a good outcome if they do send yeah. you a little. Um, and like I said, I really was surprised because uh, I, you know my somewhat sarcastic reply I really thought would be the end of it. But they th- <laughs> like so I guess they went well. He wasn't happy there, so this is the you know the other way to do it. And so I appreciate that. And I will say too, um, maybe they found out that you were on the radio. Uh, could be. And yes. They were like, oh, 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 Kevin Farrell. Oh, oh, that Kevin. The other thing that's interesting was originally I was going to check. Uh, I was going to take my bag on because I didn't want to pay fifty dollars for a little quick weekend trip and baggage fees. Sure. But on the way there, on the way back, the both legs they said, "Hey, it's a crowded flight. If you don't want to struggle with the other people putting your thing in the overhead bin, we will check your bag sure. for free." But, which yeah. is my other thing is I think I'm going to start doing that because I, the chances are <laughs> you can avoid the, the. So anyway, I should have put the strap back in because it you know had a thing where you could tuck the strap back in. I didn't right. do that, and I think what happened was it got caught on the conveyor belt, and the you know the thing popped Kevin, off don't, of there. Don't so. incriminate yourself on the radio. <laughs> <laughs> you gotta you gotta wait until you get that check. <laughs> but anyway, I was uh, they were very prompt in their reply, and they've you know replied now twice trying to help me out. So I, I do have to give some props to uh, to Delta. That's very good. All right, so we are talking today about uh, saving for college, and again, our guest is Amelia Norton from the State Treasurer's Office. She is the College Savings Director. Amelia, thanks for being with us. Thank you for having me. All right. So we have two programs primarily that we're going to be talking about today, the Mississippi Prepaid Affordable College Savings Program, which is called IMPACT, and the Mississippi Affordable College Savings Program is called MAX. So if you would start out with us, uh, you could take each one and kind of just give us the main points of each program. Sure. So IMPACT is the prepaid plan. It's the only prepaid plan in the nation that is available to Mississippians that is state-sponsored by Mississippi. And basically what you're doing with that plan is you are prepaying the cost of college tuition. It protects you against the future potential future rise in college tuition, and then also, it's not investment driven as far as you you go. Um, we take on that liability with the state, so you're prepaying. It's a guaranteed plan. It's backed by the full faith and credit of the state of Mississippi. So if something were to happen to the plan, the state has to fulfill that obligation. So it's a great plan. It's been around since um, legislation was passed in 1996 for the plan, and the first contracts were sold in 1997. So it's over 20 years old. And we've had a lot of Mississippians go through the plan and utilize it for their college education. We get phone calls almost every day in the treasurer's office saying, if I didn't have this plan, my child would not have gone to college. So that's encouraging to hear. Um, But basically, you're prepaying the cost of college tuition. You're locking in a price. And however much tuition goes up, it doesn't matter to you. You're paying that one set rate that you initially paid for. All right. And in that case, I guess, um, does the age of the your child when you enter the program affect the cost? It does. So the younger your, your child is when you enroll, the cheaper it's going to be. Because we have at the treasurer's office more time to make up the difference in what college tuition is increasing. So the older children that are enrolling, junior, senior, those are going to be some of your most expensive plans just because... 
you know, we don't have that much time to make up the difference before your child starts utilizing those benefits. And and this is, can it be tuition? Is it just for four-year colleges? No. So it depends on what type of plan you purchase. We have a combination of plans, but we offer a community college plan and a senior college plan and then a mixture of both. So the great thing about Impact is it is transferable. So, for example, say you purchased a two-year community college plan and a two-year senior college plan, and then the child decides to go to a four-year college starting out. That's totally fine, um, but you pay less for those community college hours, so they have a lower value to them because it's based on a community college rate. So if the child decides to go to a four-year college, you're just going to end up running out of hours, and then you would have to pay probably their senior year, you would have to pay that out of pocket. All right. Uh, so we're talking about impact, and then um, is this for only in-state schools? So yes and no. So when you purchase the plan, it is based off the rate of Mississippi public schools, whether that be a community college or a senior college. However, when you're purchasing a plan for a very young child, you don't know where they're going to go to school. So if the child decides to go to an out-of-state or private school, that is completely fine. We will still pay that out-of-state or private school, but we're only going to pay them what we would have paid that Mississippi school. So you get no less benefit from going to out-of-state or private, but we may not cover the full amount of what it what is being charged at the out-of-school or private school. All right. We're going to be talking to Amelia Norton from the state treasurer's office throughout the hour about the college savings plans that they offer. Riders here ready to take a personal finance question. So if you have one, give us a call. The number is one eight seven seven mpb ring It's one 672 So before our first break, let's talk a little bit about the other program, and that is the Mississippi Affordable College Savings Program known as MAX. So yeah, so MAX is a little bit newer of a program, but no it's almost 20 years old as well. So the legislation for that plan was passed in 2000. The first contracts were um, purchased in 2001. So MAX is a market-driven plan. So kind of, you know, in very simple terms, however much you put in there, however well your investments do, is how much you're going to have to spend when that child goes to school. So it's it's different than impact. There's no guarantee on the rate of return or we're going to cover the full amount of tuition. It's whatever is in there is what you have to spend. However, the great thing about Max is, one, you can use it on any qualified educational expense. The IRS defines what a qualified educational expense is, but that includes room and board, books, meal plans, laptops, in addition to tuition. Um, and then in 2018, Congress actually changed that to now include K-12 through private and religious school tuition. So if your child's going to a private school, you can actually use your max funds to pay for it and still you're still eligible for the Mississippi tax advantages and federal tax advantages. So that leads me to the second thing that's great about max is we impact and max actually both are the only state sponsored 529 plans in the entire nation that you're going to get a Mississippi tax advantage on. So for max, the tax advantage is you can claim up to $10,000 if you file single or up to $20,000 if you file joint as a Mississippi state tax deduction on, on your contributions. And then on your earnings, they're state and federal tax exempt. So you don't pay any taxes on the earnings as long as you use it for a qualified educational expense. So those are two big advantages that you're going to get nowhere else in the nation as far as the Mississippi advantages go. 
All right. Uh, we need to take one break. Uh, when we get back, we'll continue visiting with Amelia Norton from the state treasurer's office talking about the college savings programs that the state of Mississippi offers. If you have a question about 529 plans, give us a call. And again, if you have a personal finance question this morning, writers here are able to help. The number is one eight seven seven mpb ring It's one 672 7464 You can email the show as well. Send it to money at mpbonline.org. By the way, why are they called 529 plans? We'll have that answer for you after the break. So stay tuned. This is MPB Think Radio. Listening to Money Talks on MPB Think Radio. Welcome back to Money Talks on MPB Think Radio. If you ever miss part of the show, you can go to mpbonline.org slash money talks to listen again. You can also download the MPB public media app when you have that on your smartphone. You can listen to all of MPB Think Radio's programs on your schedule. Kevin Farrell here with Ryder Taft, Portfolio Manager at New Perspectives. And today we're visiting with Amelia Norton, the College Savings Director from the State Treasurer's Office. And we're talking about Impact and Max. Those are the two college savings programs that the state of Mississippi offers through the treasurer's office. Uh, so, Amelia, before the break, uh, you had talked about impact and the saying that uh, you don't have to worry about the uh, the investments there. That's handled by the, the state treasurer's office. Uh, what about MAX? Is that uh, also that, or does each person who invests in MAX choose which uh, stocks and things to invest in? So, yes and no. <laughs> so, yes, the investments are handled by the state treasurer's office and our investment consultant. However, with MAX, you do the participant does select out of 10 investment options what type of investment they would like and then the treasurer's office actually picks the exact portfolio and then invests that for the participant but yes they do have to pick what type of investments they want as far as what type of allocation whether they would like to be very aggressive or they want to participate in the guaranteed option it just depends on their investing preference there and again that might uh, be determined by how old their child is exactly yeah one of our most popular options is the manage allocation option and that's an age band based option so it's a little bit like on autopilot um, when you sign up for that option depending on the age of your child you're put into a specific age band that has a specific portfolio for that age band the younger they are the more aggressive that portfolio is going to be and then the as the older they get they move up in age bands and those investments become more conservative by the way, I sometimes forget to answer a little trivia question. So a 529 plan is a tax advantage <laughs> savings plan designed to encourage savings for future education costs. Uh, they are sponsored by state, state agencies, or educational institutions and are authorized, and here's the kicker, by the Section 529 of the Internal Revenue Code. So that's where we get the name from. Uh, we've got some open phone lines, and this is, uh, you know, I, I, I think a lot of our listeners have uh, kids that are going to go to college or in college, so this is a chance to get some information about these college savings plans. Riders here, as always, ready for your personal finance questions. So call 
in if you have a question to one eight seven seven mpb ring It's one eight seven seven six seven two seven four six four. Email the show if you'd like. Send it to money at mpbonline.org. So in general, Ryder, what, what do you think about these uh, types of, of savings plans for college uh, expenses? Uh, I think they're great. So we often get the question, you know, be a parent, you know, new parents, uh, parents who are, whose kids are in high school and they're a little worried about the college uh, costs, uh, grandparents, folks, folks all around always wondering kind of what's the best way to start saving for my kids' college. And, um, you know, they're like, oh, do, you know, do I need to open an account? Do I need to open like a joint account? For, what do I do? Do I save it in a bank? Um, the 529 plan, I think, is one of the best because not only do you have all the investment options, you know, you could, like she said, an age-based, you know, super simple. You can just put it in and forget about it. Um, or if you want to manage it a little bit more, picking between aggressive and conservative. Uh, but you get the tax break for doing it. Um, and uh, they also offer options. You know, you can automatically draft money into it. I believe you can either even do payroll deductions into it. So it makes it really convenient and kind of automatic. And it's and they already have the staff there who, who can help you, you know, once it is time to go to uh, to go to college, they can help you figure out, you know, how to how to pay for it, what's getting paid for, etc. Um, so when people do ask what's the best way to save for my child's college, absolutely five two nine plans. Uh, and Emil, I think I remember from uh, an earlier visit that the Treasurer's Office had with us about these plans is it doesn't have to be the parent that creates the plan. Is that correct? Correct. So we actually have a lot of grandparents, aunts and uncles mm-hmm. that have plans. Myself, I have five nieces and nephews. I have plans for all of them. <laughs> they, I'm not the you're, most... You're so nice. <laughs> well, I'm not the most popular aunt when it comes to Christmas and birthdays because they get Here's a contribution. <laughs> yeah, they get a contribution to their account. Um, sometimes they'll go to toy as well, but... But um, my oldest nephew is actually a, a senior in high school. So hopefully when he starts utilizing that plan next year, then I'll be the popular aunt. So, But yeah, it's a great way for grandparents to contribute. And the good thing with Max is it's only the minimum to contribute to a plan is only $25. So you can do that once a week, once a year, once a month. You decide on the frequency. So it's a very flexible option for people like grandparents or aunts and uncles that maybe just want to do it once or twice a year year. And then also with both of the plans, we actually have a great gifting platform. So regardless of who the purchaser or the account owner is, you can contribute to that plan. You know, if we have a great um, thing that we send out for kids' birthdays, it's a birthday pack. So whoever the owner is actually gets that birthday pack, but it includes some cards that then that parent or grandparent, whoever the account owner is, can send to family members that says, if you're looking for a birthday gift, feel free to contribute to, you know, my child's account. And that's a great option for people that maybe don't want to own the account, but they also want to contribute to it. Um, But either way, it's very flexible in both areas as far as gifting or owning an account. Um, And I will say from a, from a planning standpoint, um, so I I don't, I'm not going to beat up on you here, Amelia, but uh, (laughs) if you are an aunt, uncle, grandparent contributing to an account um, and that child is in college, uh, uh, the the ownership of the account does matter for financial aid purposes. So, uh, for instance, in your situation where you said your nephew was about to go to college, um, the money that comes out of the account will count as income for him, which if he is already receiving uh, need-based uh, 
need-based funding, if he's getting any tuition discounts uh, based on what his you know parents and his response to the FAFSA was, then, um, then that will reduce the amount of federal funding available for him. However, because they do that on a two-year look back, you just you just wait until he's a junior or senior in college and then send it to him, and it's never going to show up on the form. Um, so that's from a planning perspective. It often makes sense. Um, a lot of times people will just transfer into the parent's name where it just counts as an asset of the parents and it's just pretty minimal um, against their college um, costs. And one other thing I think I remember from previous discussions is <clears throat> if both sets of grandparents wanted to contribute to a child's uh, savings plan, it, it's only one plan per child. In other words, they all have to agree to put in the same basket, as it were. So for impact, yes. Yes and no. They could buy different contracts for impact. You could buy one year. One grandparent could buy a one year plan. Another grandparent could buy another year plan. You can have a max of five plans. Okay. Um, but with Max, it is a little bit more flexible with Max. So you can have more than one account. Okay. Um, but that would be up to the responsibility of the grandparents to, there are certain limits of how much you can have in an account. Um, so they would need to keep an eye on that. And then also, if they're using it for K through 12 disbursement, for the private school tuition, there is a cap that um, Congress put into the bill. It's up to $10,000 per calendar year per child. So the grand, one grandparent couldn't contribute 10000 and use it for private school tuition, and then another grandparent use another 10000 for private school tuition. That's not allowable. It's $10,000 total per child per school year. All right. Per so calendar year. I'm sorry. Per calendar year. <clears throat> So uh, say uh, someone is accepted into a college and, and has either uh, Im an impact or max account, how do they go ahead and notify the state treasurer's office about where they're going to school? So it's a very easy process for both of the plans. For impact, um, if they're going to an out-of-state or private school, they just fill out, they log onto their account and they fill out a form that's called an intent to enroll form. And that's just notifying us what school they're attending. So then we turn around and notify that school that Sally, has an account with impact this is how much you need to bill us for this is where you need to send the bill all of that information if they're going to a public school in mississippi all they need to do is just notify the school that they want impact to pay their bill and that's really it we'll take it from there the school will send us an invoice directly we will pay that invoice directly there's no involvement with the parent or the student um, very straightforward process max is very simple as well um, it all they have to do 24 access to their online account so they can go on and request the funds at any point at any time and so they would just notify us okay i want to send five thousand dollars to xyz school and then we will cut that school check and we send it directly to them they can also with Max, if they're buying things like books or a laptop, any required supplies that may not be directly through the school, they can send the funds to the purchaser or the beneficiary, and then the beneficiary can turn around and use those funds towards those qualified expenses. We just recommend if you're doing that, which is completely allowable, just hold on to your receipts in case you ever got audited by the IRS, you could show that you use those funds for a qualified expense. Uh, but it sounds like um, the, 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 the plan pay the cost directly so it's not the family pays and are reimbursed. All this is taken care of kind of up front. Yes. Most of the time with impact, 100%. Yes. With Max, like I said, you could get those funds directly sent to the purchaser or the beneficiary. Um, and in that case, they just need to 
keep documentation of what they spent those funds on. But most of the time, they're paying for tuition or room and board, those type of expenses. So we just send the money directly to the school. And you did touch on a little bit earlier, but again, review for us some of the expenses uh, that the uh, the MAX uh, uh, programs will cover. So yeah, the IRS, again, they define that. So we always would, you know, go visit their website. It's clearly laid out what they cover, but they cover things like tuition, fees, um, required supplies. They added laptops a couple years ago. And then in 2018, like I said, they added K through 12 private school tuition. Um, so it's most, most of, you know, people can always find ways to spend their money on a qualified expense because it covers such a wide variety of things. One of the things it does not cover with Max is transportation expenses. We get that question a lot. Um, you can't go buy a car with the funds. Even if your child needs a car to get to school, that's not a qualified educational expense, according to the IRS. So that is one thing that it does not cover. And once the child is in college, that doesn't necessarily mean that that there cannot be more money added to these accounts. Is that correct? Yeah, with Max, there's no age requirement. So actually, if you wanted to go back to school and wanted to start saving today, you could open an account for yourself and start putting funds in. So there's no age requirements. And yes, you can certainly still contribute to the plan if the child is, is utilizing it. And that's a good point because a lot of times, you know, if someone has a you know, decently funded Max account and... You know, maybe they get a lot of scholarships. Maybe they get, you know, their, their parents end up paying, you know, some other way. You know, what do you what do you do with that money? What do you do with the extra money in the counter if there's money left over? Well, they can also use it for grad school, um, law school, etc. Uh, they can also pass it on to another relative, and I think that's limited, kind of like one degree of separation in the family. But you know, if they have a sibling who's going to college, it can be uh, moved over into their name, for instance. Yeah. So for Max, again, the IRS defines what a qualified family member is, but it's a pretty broad definition. It mm -hmm. includes um, you could even transfer it to yourself if you had one for your child and they didn't use it all. You could transfer it to you. <laughs> you can transfer it to siblings, first cousins. Um, so it is a wide range of people that you can transfer those funds to, but it is a qualified family member. Okay. Uh, time for another break. We are talking today with Amelia Norton from the State Treasurer's Office about the college savings programs offered by the state. Uh, if you have a question, you can give us a call at 1-877-MPB-RING. It's 1-877-672-7464. Riders here ready to take a personal finance question as well. So do you know someone who had a baby this year? What year would those kids born in 2019 start college? We'll have that answer for you after the break. You're listening to Money Talk on MPB Think Radio. to Money Talks on MPB Think Radio. Welcome back. 
Back to Money Talks on MPB Think Radio. Kevin Farrell here with Ryder Taft, Portfolio Manager at New Perspectives. Ryder is a chartered financial analyst and also holds the Certificate in Investment Performance Measurement from the CFA Institute. So it may sound like 2036 or 2037 is a long way in the future, but that's the year this year's babies might start college. It means if you're a parent, you have 18 years to save for that expense. And to give us some advice on how to start saving for college and the programs offered by the state of Mississippi, this hour, we're talking to Amelia Norden, who is the College Savings Director from the State Treasurer's Office. If you have a question uh, for Amelia or a question of a personal finance nature for Ryder, you can give us a call at one eight seven seven mpb ring It's one 672 We do have a couple of callers on the line. Uh, let's start first with Michelle, who's called in today. Good morning, Michelle. You're on the air with us. Go ahead. Good morning. How are you? Good. Doing well. I have a question uh, pertaining to the impact. Um, I wanted to know, to, in order to help a person decide whether impact or um, max would probably be best, I wanted to know where a person could go to learn more in detail as to how the funds might grow over the years with impact. Yeah, so um, all of the information about both of, our, both of our plans are located on our website, which is ms529.com. And then also all of our contact information, if you would like to speak to someone directly over the phone to talk about what the differences between the two plans are, what's best for your family, um, you can always talk to a customer service representative, and then that information is all located on our website. But the plans, when people ask, should I get impact or should I get max, what I tell them is, both. <laughs> it would be great if you're in a position to have both of the plans to have both. You could have impact to cover the tuition and then max to cover all of those other qualified educational expenses. Um, so it just depends on your investing preference and then also your financial situation. Some people like myself, my husband and I, we've started out with max because it's a little bit more affordable to start the plan. And then we're going to move on to impact for our two girls. So it just really depends on your family situation, but all of the information about both of the plans are located on our website at ms529.com. Thank you. All right, Michelle, thanks for your call. Uh, let's go on. Next, we've got a call from Rick, who's calling in from Jackson today. Good morning, Rick. You're on the air with us. Yes. Um, I'd like to know if there is a difference uh, between this and, say, other brokerage accounts that the family might have relationships with and their 529 plans. Are there advantages that Max or Impact have, uh, or there are there advantages with uh, other uh, corporations that have these plans? So um, I'll let Ryder chime in on this <laughs> as well. But for Max and Impact, those are the only 529 plans in the nation that's going to offer you a Mississippi tax advantage. Because they are state-sponsored, and that was written into state law when those programs were developed, that you get a tax advantage for both of those. And I didn't mention the Impact tax advantage, but it's a really great one as well. All of your contributions to that plan are state. Um, you get a state tax deduction on a Mississippi state tax deduction on and then all of your earnings are state and federal tax exempt. You don't see the earnings as much because we're paying that school directly, the increases of all those tuition increases over time. But there is earnings, and those are state and federal tax exempt. Um, but the contributions, all of the contributions you get in Mississippi state tax deduction. on, And then with max, like I mentioned earlier, you're getting that 10000 if you file single and 20000 if you file joint. But only plans in the entire nation that are going to offer you that tax advantage as far as 529 plans go. 
Uh, yeah, and, and I would agree there. The big reason is to stick with the Mississippi plan is if you're a Mississippi taxpayer because that saves you, you know, your t- top rate is probably 5%. It saves you that 5% right off the top. Um, the only reason that I've ever recommended somebody switch to another plan, I mean, besides if they were a uh, taxpayer in another state and there was a specific benefit there, um, is if they just weren't a Mississippi taxpayer, not necessarily a taxpayer in any other state, um, but there was just a much, much lower cost plan. The Mississippi plan is pretty good. Um, I'm, it's not the best out there, um, but it's absolutely not the worst. So, um, it, you know, for the Mississippi taxpayer, that 5% tax benefit is is the biggest part of it. And I think what Ryder, when he's talking about it's not the best, he's meaning that we don't have the absolute lowest fees out of any plan in That's the entire correct. nation. <laughs> just because there's, there's states out there like California and New York that have a much higher population, so their assets under management are larger, therefore they're able to get a lower fee. Um, we're in Mississippi, our assets under management aren't as large just because we don't have the population that some of these other states have. But most of the time you'll find that that tax advantage is going to outweigh that lower fee that you may found in another state. So if you're a Mississippi resident, definitely look at the Mississippi plans. Yeah. If you're an Alabama resident, go look at their plans because they mm-hmm. may offer some tax advantages and so on and so on. And is, it a, is it a deduction or is it a credit? It's so a deduction. Deduction. Um, on the contributions, you get an exemption on the earnings. Thank you very much. Yeah, that exemption on the earnings would, I imagine, be the same for the private 529 plans. I've never really looked too in-depth with them because it just, you know, when you run the numbers, it works out. To, if you, Again, if you're a Mississippi taxpayer, to stick with the Mississippi plan. Um, so... I don't know where I was going with that, but yeah, stick with the Mississippi plan. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Amelia, you you mentioned the website. If you could give us that again, and and do you have also a toll-free number that someone might call for more information? We do. So the website is ms five two nine dot com or treasurer linfitch. dot com, and then the website. I mean, the toll-free number is one eight hundred. 987-4450 and depending on what plan you want to find out more about whether it's max or impact just listen to the prompts and then select the prompt it'll tell you press one if you want max press two if you want impact Um, so yeah and I will say, going back to our earlier caller, uh, Michelle, asking, you know, kind of the trade-off between starting an impact or a max plan. Um, a lot of times, you know, I look at these plans, and the impact plan is very fairly priced. I mean, unless you're expecting totally runaway college inflation cost, which, you know, I mean, is what has been happening for the past few decades. But um, unless you're expecting it to go absolutely bonkers in the next few years, um, then they're very fairly priced. And if you look at, you know, if you purchase it on a kind of monthly or annual basis and then you compare that to okay what would what would my max account end up being if I just put that amount in there um, it's similar amounts looking at it from today that being said your investment ter- returns are going to be totally uh, you know we don't know what they're going to be we don't know what those college costs are going to be so if you want that assurance go with impact but the max just has so much flexibility is why I really love it um, especially for new parents who it's not necessarily going to be like a fixed part of your budget. It's going to be, okay, at the end of the year, it looks like we've got a 1000 bucks we can throw into the plan for our kids. Um, or we can put in birthday money and uh, Christmas money from the grandparents. We can put that in. Or it can just be a place for, for grandparents to put money in. So it's not, it, it's the flexibility that I really like out of the max side of it um, over the impact, which is you have a contract and you, you got to pay up. 
We are visiting today on Money Talks with Amelia Norton from the State Treasurer's Office and talking about the college savings plans that the state offers. If you have a question, you can give us a call at one eight seven seven mpb ring It's one 672 You can also send an email to money at mpbonline.org. And writers here, as usual, looking for any personal finance questions that you have as well. So, Amelia, earlier we said, obviously, uh, especially for impact, the earlier, the younger the child is, the probably uh, the better off you are. Uh, but I would also say it's it's never too late to start these programs. Is there a better best time of the year to do this? Or again, any time is a good time. So for Max, we do not have an enrollment period. So you can open a plan anytime you would like. And like I said, that online access is 24-7. So you could open an account, you know, whenever. With Impact, we do have an enrollment period. And that enrollment period is actually beginning September 1. And that will run until May 31st. So we do take a couple months off in the summer to reprice the contracts. That's when all the universities and community colleges get us their new rates that they're going to be charging. And that goes into the calculation of what we charge for the contracts for Impact. So, yeah, if you're looking for an Impact plan, September 1, that'll be available to you. And then max year-round. And do you get statements per quarter or something about the, the balances on your, in your accounts? So, yeah, again, with that online access, we try to make it as easy as possible for people. We know that people have, especially with kids, you're busy. Um, you don't always have time to call in during 8 to 5 to find out your account balance. So with the Max Plan 24-hour access, you can go on at any point, see what your account balance is, what the performance has been. Um, but then we do offer statements and that you can pick your preference, whether you prefer e-delivery or paper delivery um, you can do that on your account but yes we do send statements with impact it's a little bit more straightforward because you're not seeing the performance because the performance doesn't matter to you <laughs> you're locked in you've gotten a certain you're purchasing a certain amount of hours but at any point you can go into your online account and see how many hours you have remaining on the account to utilize but all of that is available online and then of course you can always call our 1-800 number we'll be happy to help you with that over the phone as well now if someone is trying to decide what plan is best fits their financial situation i would imagine that maybe that would be a writer type of question the office your office probably provides the information about what they are but am i correcting guessing that maybe you don't get into the advice area. Correct. We're not licensed to give tax advice or financial <laughs> advice. And those are two questions we get a lot. Um, however, we can definitely tell you what the plans offer, what the investment options are, and then what the tax advantages are. But we're not allowed to get to tell you which one you should invest in or which option you should choose. But Ryder, that is something that, that you and Nancy would that do. That is something that I, I can and absolutely do do. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Time for one last break this hour. We have been visiting and will continue to visit this hour with Amelia Norton from the state treasurer's office talking about the college savings plans offered by the state of Mississippi. Still time to call in with a question or two. The number is one eight seven seven mpb ring It's one 672 7464 You can send an email to money at mpbonline.org. How much is public college tuition currently in Mississippi? We'll have that answer for you after the break, so stay tuned. This is Money Talks on MPB Think Radio.
You're listening to Money Talks on MPB Think Radio. listening to Money Talks on MPB Think Radio, and I'm Kevin Farrell here with Ryder Taft, Portfolio Manager at New Perspectives. Our guest today is Amelia Norton. She's the College Savings Director from the State Treasurer's Office. The average annual in-state college tuition in Mississippi was $8,162 for the 2017-2018 academic year, which is $5,950 lower than the U.S. average and ranks Mississippi cheaper than average as the 48th most expensive and 5th most affordable state or district to attend college. So uh, that's why we are talking about uh, college planning or saving for college today. Uh, Amelia, I know you have an event that you want to tell us about, but first we will talk to David, who's called in from Louisville. Good morning, David. You're on the air with us, so go ahead, please. Well, good morning. I, I regret that I did not hear the actual beginning of the program. It may be a question you've answered already, but my wife and I, recently deposited $20,000 into uh, one of these programs through the treasurer's office for our grandson to attend Ole Miss. Now, is that is that generally, would that qualify as a, as a uh, tax deduction for us, or is it simply tax-free money for the grandchild? So it sounds like is is well it doesn't really matter where he is in his college career but if it, if that was going oh, into the he's a beginning freshman he's he's there now so yeah so if that was going into the five two nine uh, the max five two nine um, then that would count as a tax deduction for you you would be able oh, to du- deduct that twenty thousand dollars you and your wife would be able to deduct that twenty thousand dollars on your state income tax um, there's no federal tax deduction uh, the federal tax benefit is that it grows free of federal tax and it's withdrawn free of federal tax. But uh, seeing as he's already in school, he might be taking that out pretty quickly. Um, but that's and, and, and that brings up another good point. You know, even if you're already in college, opening one of these plans just to kind of route your money through just to save a little bit on the taxes. Um, it, you know, it can it can be a benefit, especially for a grandparent like yourself paying for paying for someone's college. Yeah. Well, thank you very much. Absolutely. All right, David, uh, thanks for your call. So, Amelia, you have an event coming up that you want to tell us about. Yeah, so we are fortunate enough to have a partnership with the Mississippi Children's Museum. This is our seventh year to be doing this event with them, and it's called 529 Day. Uh, They discount admission to $5.29, which is about half the price of what it costs to get into the Children's Museum. And we are there um, all day from 10 to 2. Uh, talking to parents about the two state-sponsored plans, Max and Impact, and then also providing some financial education activities for the children. We'll also have Echo, our college savings mascot there, to take pictures with families. Uh, we'll, We'll have a photo booth. You'll be able to take pictures and then get those pictures immediately. You have a nice little printer there that will be doing that. Um, so it's a great event for people to come out and enjoy the Children's Museum at a discounted rate, but also to learn more about how they can start saving for their child's future college education needs. And I think you mentioned, uh, what, about 20-plus years uh, that the programs have been around. Have you seen Mississippians over the years begin to take more and more advantage of these uh, savings? So definitely. So Impact for a long time had been the shining star of a plan, and not very many people 
people knew about the MAX plan. Um, however, we've seen that shift over the years. Impact is still a shining star. People still know about Impact, but we've seen the popularity of MAX significantly grow over the past six to eight years since Treasurer Fitch has come into office. We've marketed those plans a little bit differently, and just the benefits for MAX has increased with Congress changing the law um, in 2018. So the plans are both great. They complement one another. It's not an either or. It's you can definitely have both. Um, but yes, we've definitely seen a rise in account balances and in accounts being opened for both of the plans. And uh, to open an account, is that something that someone could do online? Definitely. So again, we try to make it as easy as possible for these parents and grandparents. So everything is able, you're able to do online as far as opening the account. Um, it's at our website, ms529.com or treasurerlinfitch.com. It's a pretty easy process. You will need a couple pieces of information, including the child's social security number, the account owner's social security number, date of birth, address, those type of things. But yeah, it's a very quick process. And then you would just indicate what type of payment plan you would like for the impact plan or what type of um, contribution system, whether you want to do payroll deposit, which we offer for over 150 employers across the state. And if you're an employer that doesn't offer it, give us a call. We'd love to get you on board for that, to offer that to your employees. It's a significant benefit and it doesn't cost the employer anything to offer it. Um, But yeah, very easy process for both of them. All right. Back to the phones we go. This time speaking to Jamie in Loosedale. Jamie, you're on the air with us. Go ahead. Hey, just wanted to let you know that uh, we need to let our elected officials work for us. We enrolled our kids uh, in the impact program back when they were young. I just had a daughter finish up from Ole Miss with, uh, I, I won't say, but a substantial amount of money left over after scholarships. And I have a son that's studying accounting at Southern Miss. And so far, going into this uh, year, he has a zero balance. So no way that we had ever been able to obtain the, the goal of raising money without the state impact program. And, you know, new parents out there enrolling it, best thing we ever did. All right. That's Thank you, awesome. Jamie. Jamie, thanks for the That probably makes you feel good to hear a success story like that. Yeah, definitely. Thank you so much for calling in and sharing your story. And, and we hear a lot of that. Um, I've been with the program for eight years now, and we hear a lot of that. And that's 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 why we do what we do, is to make it affordable for parents to send their child to college, um, children to college, no matter what their price point is or no, no matter what their financial situation is, to try to make it as affordable as possible. And I will say he brought up a situation uh, where his daughter had scholarships and so didn't necessarily use the entire amount in her impact plan. And so that might, you know that question comes up a lot. I don't know uh, if you want yeah. to address that. So it's different with both of the plans. So for impact, I'll address that one first. We do have a scholarship refund. So we're not going to penalize the child for doing a good job and getting a scholarship. So they would just provide verification of that scholarship and there's a couple pieces of information we need it's located on the on the form on our website and then we will actually refund the purchaser what we would have paid the school for that child if they receive a scholarship so it's a very easy process again just send in the documentation and then we'll cut that check to the purchaser for max um if you have money left over in your max account there's a couple different options you can utilize one you can transfer the money over to another beneficiary another another qualified family member that would be your best option Um, but say you didn't have any way to use the money no more children no more qualified beneficiaries to utilize that you can always take the money out of your max account you would just owe the taxes that you got a tax deduction on the front end and then on the earnings there Um, the irs also says there may be a 10% 
10% tax penalty on the earnings. Um, so just keep that in mind. But most of the time, we always, the, the purchasers always find a way to utilize the funds. Or you can just keep it in there and save it for your grandparents, your grandchildren if you want. All right. Uh, got about a minute left. Uh, tell us about the College Savings Mississippi Education Center on the website. So on the website, um, we have a lot of different information available for Max and Impact. Um, we have some FAQs. All of our forms are located there. Your account login is located there. Um, just a plethora of information that you may or may not need, depending on what your questions are. And then all of the um, pricing for the Impact contracts coming up, that, that'll all be available on the website on September 1. And then the last thing I want to mention as far as our website, um, all of our our financial audits, our valuations, everything is located. We're very transparent when it comes to the plans. All of that is located on our website. Some people will call in and ask for that. It's all there. Pricing reports, valuations, audits, all there. If you ever have any questions, um, please utilize the website. It's all available. All right. So a couple quick reminders. There's 529 day at the Mississippi Children's Museum on September 1st. September 7th. September 7th. Sorry. Mm -hmm. And then remind us one more last time of phone number and the website. So the website is ms529.com or treasurerlynnfitch.com and our and our toll-free number is 1-800-987-4450. All right, that's going to wrap us up for today. Money Talks is a production of MPB Think Radio, funded in part by generous financial support from you, our listeners. To hear today's show or previous show, one way to find it is to go to mpbonline.org slash talks, Or you can listen to the podcast. Just search for Money Talks on your favorite podcasting app. Our show is produced by Liz Gill and our engineer today was Jay White. Our call screener was Michelle McAdoo. So for Ryder Taff and Amelia Norton, I'm Kevin Farrell inviting you to stay tuned. Up next at 10, it's In Legal Terms. We'll be back next Tuesday at 9 for another Money Talks heard only on MPB Think Radio. Support for MPB comes from Trustmark, a financial partner for businesses throughout the South for 130 years. Trustmark offers a range of products and services designed to help small businesses efficiently manage finances. More info at Trustmark.com, member FDIC. This is an MPB Think Radio podcast.